Welcome back to another episode of Kicks Dolia, Kicks Red Lips. Hello, I am your host, Kicks. Welcome to our, our new listeners and our current listeners right now. Um, this episode was suggested and highly recommended by my niece, Angela. And so if you're listening, hello, Angela. I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, this episode, I will be sharing some ghost stories. She wanted some ghost stories and I had asked the other girls to come join me, but they were scared and they don't like ghost stories. And so I'm like, okay. I will do it by myself. So this episode, it will just be me. I had asked some of the listeners to send in some ghost stories and I got a few. I'm excited to share them. Um, also my own personal stories. Angela, I wanted to make this episode new stories that you had never heard before. So I hope you and our listeners enjoy these stories. The first few stories are actually my own personal experiences. I have never experienced anything paranormal or ghostly related. The most I've ever experienced anything is actually just like sleep paralysis. And that to me itself is already pretty scary. No one really knows this, maybe just a few people, but I am so terrified of sleeping, one, covering my face or just having anything covering my face because the times that I've had something covering my face have always been the times that I've had sleep paralysis and like experienced anything related to that. So my first story was back when I was in college and I was living with two of my brothers at that time. Gur and Shua were dating each other. Shua came over that night. Um, and so they were sleeping in the living room. I was sleeping in my room. My room is like pretty much like next door to um, the living room. There's just a wall that like separates both the rooms and so I was going to bed and I was still I still heard them I still heard the tv going on um but like I was falling into my sleep but like the thing is like my room has two two windows in there and it's not like the brightest room but the thing is like one of my bedroom is kind of close to the street light but so it was kind of like there's like this orange dim light into my room and I didn't like that um, so then that one particular night I was like, okay, I'm going to sleep, but I'm going to cover my face. And like, when I say I cover my face is just to make it darker, but, um, I do not use, um, sleep patches or eye patches. I don't know what they're called either, but I, my hair was wet. So I had my towel, um, covering my pillow. So I took a corner and just kind of covered my eyes so that it was a little bit darker for me to sleep. And so I'm falling into this, uh, deep sleep and, if you guys have ever experienced uh, sleep paralysis, when you're in this deep sleep, it's like your brain is awake. Like you hear everything, you know everything. It's just your body is like not there, even though it is and it's doing all the movements that you think it is. It's really not. OK, so I was like pretty heavily asleep, but I could still hear the TV and Schwenger kind of like chit chatting here and there, but like not making out the conversation. And that was already me going into this sleep. So I woke up in my sleep and, and I heard them and I was like, okay, what the heck? Like, it's kind of, it's gotta be late and they're still talking, you know? And so, um, suddenly I feel something on the foot of my bed and you guys, I have a twin bed. So in this bed, it's just me, okay? So I feel something at the foot of my bed and I can hear the mattress kind of shrink down and I'm like, what the hell? Like, why is my mattress shrinking down right now? Like, literally, I'm the only one in my room. I'm the only one sleeping on my bed and showing girl outside 
my this wall pretty much and I'm like there's no way that someone's trying to get into bed with me right now so I can feel it creeping up my legs and I'm like oh my god I need to you know yell for them and I'm like nope uh, I don't know if they're gonna hear me at this point you know because like I honestly know when I'm having sleep paralysis like I my body just tenses up and of course it's like you can't really even move your body even though you think you're trying to move your body so at this point, I'm just like, okay, maybe if I kick hard enough, I will like just wake myself up from this deep, bad dream sleep, you know? So I'm kicking and kicking, nothing's happening. And mind you, this whole time my eyes are covered because I have my towel over my head, okay? So I'm like, oh my God, it's not working. So I'm like, maybe if I shake my head hard enough, like I can kind of see what's going on because it's too dark for me and I can't see anything, right? So from the bottom of like where my eye is and like the towel is, there's this little crack. Like you can kind of see a little bit of like, like I said, like the orange light from the outs, the street light coming in. So I'm like, okay, I see a little bit of it. But you know how like whenever you think you're going to see a monster or a ghost, obviously you don't want to open your eyes, you know? So I'm like, okay, let me just shake hard enough and this blanket will kind of come off and maybe this light will wake me up. So I'm shaking my head. I'm still kicking because I'm like, no, like if I kick it, it's just going to stop. But I can feel it crawling up my legs, you guys. Like in those scary movies when like you're under the blanket and you feel them or you see them creeping up on your legs. This thing is creeping up on my legs. And I'm like, holy shit, like scream, scream, scream. And again, I'm screaming and screaming and nothing is happening because I'm like, why is Shua and Gurr not listening? Especially Shua because I'm like, Shua has to know that I am not okay right now. So I'm screaming and screaming. I'm screaming for Shua's name. And suddenly this blanket on like my towel comes off. And so my eyes are still closed because I'm like, oh my God, what if I open my eyes and I see them, you know? So then I'm like, fuck it. If I don't open my eyes, I'm not going to see what it is or know what it is. And I'm like, maybe my mind is just playing tricks on me. And so I quickly open my eyes and close it. And I see this thing. And when I say I see this thing, it's this lady. It's like a, it's not even a girl. It's a lady. She has to be like in her 20s to 30s. And I'm like, okay, close your eyes again. So I close my eyes again. And then suddenly I start feeling hair on my shoulders because I wear tank tops to sleep. Okay. And so I start feeling hair on my, on my, on my skin. And I'm like, oh my God, what is that? Like worms? No. And I'm like, it's not, it's not, but I'm like, it's gotta be this lady. So I'm like, fuck it. I got to open my eyes again. I open my eyes again. And I kid you not, you guys, I'm laying down. Her face is on top of my face, white as day. Her hair is black. And so her hair, I see it like when I'm looking up, all I see is her hair surrounding my face, but her face is on top of my face looking right down at me. And again, I'm still screaming because I'm like, OK, if I scream louder, Shua is going to fucking wake me up, open my door and tell me to wake the hell up. You know, so I'm screaming and screaming and screaming and nothing is happening. And I can still because she's shaking her head and laughing at me this thing. OK, and I'm just like, oh, my God, I got to out scream her. But again, she's screaming and as she's shaking her head, her hair is like brushing up against me. So it's like starting to itch me. It's starting to feel kind of ticklish, but I'm like, oh my God, I'm so scared right now that I'm not even feeling that. But again, my body is so like stuck in my bed that I can't even move. And so I'm screaming and screaming. I'm trying to twitch my body around so I can wake up or somehow get out of this trance. And suddenly like she just goes away. Like it just disappears. I don't feel anything anymore. I My eyes are still closed at this point because I'm like, I'm not looking at that thing. As I open my eyes, I'm just going to see it. 
I went away. I woke up the next morning and it was so funny because I was so mad at Shaw and I was like, did you not hear me yesterday? She goes, what are you talking about? I'm like, I was like screaming for your name because I was so scared and terrified. And she's like, I'm sorry, kids. I didn't even know like you were yelling for me. What happened? And then I told her and she was like, I'm sorry if I knew like I would have came. I'm like, I'm still mad. Like you didn't help me. And I was screaming for you the whole time. But um, so that's my first experience. My second experience um, was um, also another sleep paralysis. So um, once upon a time in my college years, um, Payu and I are the same age. And this is how we're, we we're like we're friends. So we would go to the bars and then like come home. And um, when I was still in Milwaukee, when I would come home, I would spend the night at Payu and Dan's house. And at this time, they were already married in this dream. I was at Payua's house and I was not sleeping in her room. I slept in a different bedroom. And um, the like the weird part thing about this story is like it's a dream within a dream, <laughs> which is so crazy. So it's not even in real life. OK, so it's a dream within a dream. And I was over at Payua's house. We had just came back from the bars. um, So like we would have gotten to her house around like two or three in the morning. OK, so I was sleeping in their guest room in my dream. And, um, I was sleeping on the edge of the bed and this is like a big regular, probably like a full size bed. And she comes into the room and she's jumping on the bed. And again, mind you guys, it's three in the morning. And when you come back from the bars and me knowing me, I was just super drunk already hungover. And I'm like, dude, like, just let me sleep. I'm so freaking tired right now. And she's like, well, Dan will let me sleep with him. So I'm going to come sleep with you. I'm like, sure, whatever. Like, just, just let me sleep, you know? So I'm sleeping. She's sleeping next to me. And then it's the next morning and I feel her like um, hla over glue body and I like cross over me because I'm sleeping on the edge. So she's trying to get off and she keeps going off, coming back, going off, coming back. And I'm like, dude, what the hell are you doing? Like, again, this is the next day. So I'm super hungover. OK, and I'm like, dude, I'm trying to sleep. I'm so hungover. Like, stop doing that. And she's like not talking to me. And I'm just like, what the hell? If you're going to get up, you can use the end of the bed like you don't have to cross over me, you know. But I'm like covering my face and everything. And then I'm not getting a response, but she just keeps crossing over my body. And I'm like, what the heck? You know, so at this point, I open my eyes and I can see her at the foot of my bed. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? As in like when I say at the foot, she's literally like by my feet. And I'm like, what are you doing? And so she comes up to me and I'm like and I'm still laying down, though. So I'm just watching her. But she's coming up to my face and I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? Mind you, again, her face is covering my face at this time because I'm laying down and she's up on top of me and it's her face. But like Nilu face, and like it's so rotten up. It's so scarred up. It's so it looks burnt, honestly. But I know that it's her. And I'm screaming. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, and I'm screaming and screaming. And she again has long freaking hair and her hair again is rubbing against me, brushing against me. I'm screaming and screaming and screaming. And then I wake up from this sleep. And then um, it's so dumb. But I had a blanket on top of my pillow that had covered my face. So when I woke up, I was like, oh, my God, it must have been this blanket. So that is why I'm so terrified of like sleeping with like my head covered or like anything covering my face when I'm sleeping. But um, I immediately called Payua that next day and was just like, hey, I hope you're OK. Like watch yourself so then I called my mom afterwards because my mom is a shaman and my mom was like oh it's nothing like don't worry about it I came home that weekend and she was like hey I need you to come over because we're gonna one name for you and I was like why and she's like honestly if you see someone's face like that it's not good and I was like 
well, it wasn't my face. Like, it was Payot's face. Like, shouldn't you do it for her? And my mom was like, no, it's actually for you because you're the one who saw the face. And anytime you see a face that, you know, is not pretty like that, it's not a good, it's not a good thing. So they did their jingle bell. Um, turns out my spirit was just kind of sad and lonely. And I guess it had been a while since they had done anything for me. So, um, you know, my, my spirit just needed some love, <laughs> but like overall, everything was good. All right. Third story. Um, this one is kind of bittersweet. It's a little scary probably to you guys. So, um, as I've told you guys in the podcast, so my ball and my aunt die, I lost them in the past two years. I saw on TikTok that this one girl's mom turned, their dad's t-shirts into a quilted blanket so I was telling my mom I was like oh my god like we have so many shirts of grandma like why don't we turn them into a quilt for me so then she was like yeah I'm down so that night she and I were cutting out pieces just piecing them together as to like what kind of pattern I wanted what kind of colors I wanted to add to it and then we were kind of like reminiscing pretty much you know like me saying like oh my god this is her favorite shirt like I have a picture of her in this shirt like she always wears this shirt so it was my ball and my net thigh. And then um, it had gotten really late at this point. So I was like, mom, I'm going to go to sleep. Like, let's finish this project tomorrow. And so we're kind of clearing up to go to sleep. And at this time, it had been around like midnight to maybe even one in the morning. So I came to sleep in my bedroom. So my bedroom used to be my grandma's bedroom. We used to share the same bedroom. I went off to college and then she eventually moved out. So the bedroom pretty much was still hers, you know. So I was coming back to visit that weekend and then um, I was sleeping on the bed um, where she used to sleep. The bed layout was completely the way she had always had it. And I slept in her spot. And then um, when I sleep, I lock the door. So we had this conversation. I locked the door. I closed the door. And then um, I was deep in my sleep and I heard rattling at the door. And I was like, OK, like who is trying to get in right now? Because I was like, um, it's kind of late. And I, I was like, I ju- had just fallen asleep or I was still sleeping that no one should be trying to get in right now. But I heard the door jingle. And then I was like, what the heck? So then they get the door to open and my door creaks too. So it creaked. And then, um, I suddenly heard footsteps and I was like, okay, what the heck, you know? So my back is turned towards the door at this time. But then like, I'm like, okay, let me just listen. And I'm listening and I hear shuffling and, I don't know how to explain it, but if you wear slippers, the bottom of the slippers are plastic. So when it hits the wood, it makes like a little tappy tap noise, you know. And so I was like, oh, my God, is my grandma here? Because like she wears or she wears um, slippers and I know her tap of um, because I've lived with her and our floors are um their wood floors and so I was like oh my god is that my girl kind of like freaking out at the same time but kind of like is she really here like you know so then I was like what the heck like that is not her like because again like mentally I knew she had just passed like a while ago you know so I was like there's no way this is my grandma like there's no there's got to be something like this is not okay and so I I can hear it coming up to me by my bed but there's enough room for someone to sleep on the edge and I can smell her medication and like when I say her medication is like grandmas always have tiger balm with them so they'll always you know so I'm like kind of sniffing at this point I'm like I'm like oh my god that smells like grandma's medicine is this grandma no like no she she's dead like it is not her and then I'm like starting to cry because at the same time I'm like 
oh my god but i really wanted to be grandma too at the same time like you guys like in that moment i was like wanting it to be her okay so then i start sniffling and i start crying hysterically because i'm like oh my god that is this is my grandma and then i can feel her crawling onto the bed so again like my bed is a queen bed and so it's really big um but Again, when you sit on it, you can feel the bed kind of shift when you climb on because it's a really high bed. You can feel it moving up and down and just, you know, whatever. This thing, I'm like, it's grandma. I'm like, I'm not turning my back to look, but I know it's her. Like, the smell is her. The walk is her. And so um, this thing lays next to me and I can feel the heat. Like, you guys, it's so crazy. Like, I can feel the heat and I am whimpering and crying at this time. Like, in my sleep. And then... Um, I feel her hand up against my back and you guys like, again, when I say I feel the heat, like I could feel the heat of her hand on my skin. Mind you again, I wear tank tops to sleep so I could feel the, her palm hand on my skin and she's like rubbing in. She's like, me, my so cool. Like go to sleep. You know, like my don't cry, go to sleep. Let's go to sleep. And I'm just like crying and crying and crying and Again, I'm like, oh, my God, this is my grandma. Like, it really is her. And I'm crying and crying. And then I wake up from that crying. Because, you know, those cries where you cry so much that you wake up. And there are cries where you cry so much that you go to sleep. And so I was crying so much that I woke up. And I was still, like, sniffling and kind of just like, oh, my God. Like, did I really just see grandma? Like, so then at this point, because I'm awake now. I turn. There's nothing there. I look at my phone. It's, it's 3 in the morning. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, did she really just come see me like it again you guys it was just a dream but it felt so real but like again even in that moment I was like is this real or is this not real like is it her or am I just going crazy so like it was a bittersweet story I I loved it and I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as I did all right this story was sent in by one of our friends and listeners as well um she doesn't title it anything um, I think I want to try to leave their names out, which she kind of does in the story she sent me. Um, I haven't read this story yet, so it's pretty new to me. So however I read it is how I'm taking it in as I'm reading it. OK, so it starts by saying, you know, that feeling when everything is going so well, you can't even think of what possibly could go wrong. That's exactly how I felt two years ago. It was late September. My sister, two cousins, and I decided to take a road trip to Wisconsin. Of course, it has to be Wisconsin. (laughs) I was living by myself in an apartment, and my cousin lived not too far from me. However, my sister lived approximately an hour away with my parents, so she drove up to meet us for this trip. We planned the accommodations, etc. Usually, I'm the one planning accommodations for our our trips too but for that weekend my sister planned it we decided we would be booking a hotel but there was like a golf tournament that weekend so hotel rates for the ghettoest ones possible in Sheboygan we're already estimating to be $300 a night and I'm talking ghetto ass econo launch the one sorry econo launch the one downtown by the sushi joint I was like, heck no. Originally, my sister had suggested that we could stay at her boyfriend's home since they had a room in the basement along with an open. I never wanted to from the beginning because. Right. 
Okay, so translated is, according to the Hmong culture, if you go sleep at someone's house, it's not seen as, like, good. Which is true, especially if you're a girl, okay? I didn't want to stay at my sister's boyfriend's house because they weren't married and his parents still lived there as well. So I didn't want to be disrespectful. If you know Hmong tradition, you know what I mean. <laughs> Sorry. But since Econo Lodge was $300 per night, we all decided it would make more sense to not book a hotel in Sheboygan since it was not worth it. So we spent that Saturday and Sunday at my sister's boyfriend's house. We spent that Friday in Dora County, then drove back to Sheboygan to spend the rest of the weekend there with our friends. I've always been the person who loves spending time alone, late night drives, just vibing off to good music and enjoying my own company. Shortly after that weekend, everything changed. We had gotten back from Dora County and had planned to meet at Deland Park to bonfire with our friends that Saturday evening. The night was going great. It was probably one of the most memorable nights in Sheboygan. Everyone started to pick up and we left the lake around 11. One of my cousins went to sleep at her boyfriend's. Then our other cousin, my sister and I slept in the basement. My sister's boyfriend's mom had set up an air mattress in the basement's living room and then fixed the other bed, which was her boyfriend's brother's room i remember thinking to myself i'll be okay to sleep by myself since i was in such a good mood i was like this is gonna be a good sleep i was so i was also on my time of that month so i didn't want my cousin to sleep by herself so i slept by myself and she slept with my sister around 2 a.m my friends called me and i picked up for a few minutes then hung up because i was tired 3 a.m. came around. My phone went off again, but this time it was just one of my friends who called me. I didn't pick up, ignored it, and went back to sleep. Next thing you know, it felt like I had barely been sleeping. I was like, what could it be? I started to see like flashes of lights. If you're familiar with basement rooms, sometimes they have these small windows in the room that bring in sunlight or sunshine. That's kind of what that's kind of what it was like. I saw flashes of sunlight, but I remember while I was sleeping on my left side still, I saw a girl at the okay, sorry. <laughs> I saw a girl at the end of the right side of the bed. This bitch started floating from the right side all the way to the left side of the bed, then came up right next to me. I heard no sound, but I saw her bend over and stare at me. I couldn't see her face, but she looked na she but she had nappy ass hair. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> After bending over to look at me, she was face forward, like towards where the wall, and she sat down like in a squatting position, almost like she was gonna take a shit. <laughs> so I thought to myself, is this my sister? Because she had on the same sweater that my sister was wearing that night. At first, when she was floating up until the part where she squatted, she was just this black figure with nappy hair. Until this day, I think I freaked out even more because I wasn't because it wasn't just like a shadow. It was an actual figure slash person. When she squatted, that was when I remembered actually opening my eyes fully. And I closed my eyes again thinking, it's not my sister because her ass would be sleeping still if I just got up an hour ago. It shouldn't be morning yet because it's still dark out. I thought, what if it's the nightlight on the side of the table? But I remembered the nightlight was on the right side of the table, not the left. So my inner gangster was ballsy and said, 
Who the fuck are you? Get the fuck out of here. I was still sleeping on my left side when I said that. Right after I said that, I felt the heavy pressure coming from above me as I laid straight mummy style and that figure was floating on top of me. Oh, my God. She was still far in the distance, slowly spinning her crusty hair, covering her face still. But she was still in she was now in a white gown. I was like, is this really happening? My heart dropped. This was the first time ever experiencing something like this. So I wasn't sure what I was able to do and not do. I thought now I thought, can I punch this bitch? (laughs) But I got scared and thought if I punched it and we came in contact, what if it takes me to the other side? I was like, hell no. So I started screaming at it. And said, ning yo ning dang yo da. Nuji yo gulu jay tia ji yo gulu. Nyanyo 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 koma. Sorry, you guys. Then after cussing in English some more, the pressure was slowly coming down heavier and heavier on me. I didn't necessarily feel like I was suffocating. But I kept thinking, how can I make it go away? So I remembered since I was able to turn from my left side to lay straight now, I should be able to move still. I told myself not to be afraid and slowly moved to grab my phone. I I didn't call my sister because I knew damn well she wouldn't pick up because she's a deep sleeper. So I went under the covers and it was funny because when I lifted the covers off to grab my phone, she was still just floating and doing her thing. Then I went back under, which I laugh about it now, but it was serious in the moment. So I called him on Facebook and he picks up and I was so scared to say I saw something. So I messaged him. Run down. <laughs> I see something. Chills. I'm scared. <laughs> which is so funny because I could barely spell or make sense. (laughs) This was roughly around 4.53 based on the text. So he comes downstairs and as soon as he tries to open the door, the pressure, pressure disappeared and I remember feeling like I could fully breathe normally again. Next thing you know, my sister's boyfriend said, I can't open the door and the heavy pressure feeling came right back he said he was going to grab a toothpick so in my mind i was thinking how the fuck is a toothpick going to open the door (laughs) sorry you guys this is legitly me in in real life like i just can't take anything serious okay sorry back to the story by this time my sister and cousin woke up they all tried to open the door but nothing was working so my sister said you're gonna have to get up and open the door yourself I thought, how am I going to do this when I literally when I'm literally so freaked out? But I told myself, you know what? Mama ain't raised no bitch. So I took a few deep deep breaths, a deep ass breath and folded the blanket forward, stood up on the bed and jumped right off to the door since the bed is almost to the door, too. I remember seeing the person crouch down in the left corner with her arms over her knees as if she was scared. Like, girl, I should be scared. But I finally got 
out and then couldn't sleep. So I sat down for a bit, did my makeup early that morning just to distract myself from being scared. When we got back home, one of our shaman uncles looked into it and told me that my spirit had not been with me for some time now, like over a week, like a bit over a week. And I knew exactly why. My apartment window broke out of nowhere and I scared myself. But after that, we found out why the spirit was able to see me. Since my spirit was very vulnerable and it was looking for the person the bed belonged to. The uncle even told me not to be scared because the person was actually scared of me from all the yelling. Everyone took the necessary steps, so everything's okay now. I think the main takeaway I got from this experience was that if you ever feel like you need to raise your inner gangster, do it. The end. <laughs> All right. That was a funny story. Okay, I don't know if it was a funny story, but um, like I said, it was my first time reading it. So you have to kind of see what she says because on there she literally types up like LOL. So it's kind of funny, but I hope you guys enjoyed that story. So my brothers um, used to always tell us stories. And the crazy part is I feel like not every single house, but almost every single house that they rented was haunted back in the days when we were kids and when they were kids. But because, again, I didn't grow up with them. I didn't experience these things, but I always remember the brothers talking about it. So this was one of the stories. All the boys were sleeping in one room and then all of a sudden one of the brothers got mad. So he decided to go sleep in the living room. And as he was um, in the living room, he suddenly came running back and was like, I can't. All of a sudden, the baby swing started swinging. And all the other brothers were like, stop joking. Like, this is not funny. And then a minute later, another brother got mad. And then he left. And he said that he remembers also going into the living room. And he was like, out of nowhere, he just saw a pair of pants flying. Like, no one was in the living with him. So he ran back into the bedroom. And again, they were talking about it. But that's one story um same house they kept hearing loud knocking it was to a point where there was nobody there and they didn't know where it was coming from so um it was actually coming from the basement and so um eventually they had to just call one of our other aunties to come pick them up and they just slept over at the auntie's house another story that one of my other brothers shared was that um okay so like this brother i think he's like just spiritually gifted okay so I don't believe it's his apartments. I think it's just him. But I mean, I don't know. You guys justify it for me. So my brother lives in an apartment. Um, he had just gotten off work. It was like around 11 or 12. He was in the shower, you know, just normal washing his hair, lathering his hair with soap. And, you know, like when you wash your hair, you close your eyes. Right. So he's closing his eyes. He's lathering his hair. He's washing, scrubbing. And he's like out of nowhere. He just hears. <sighs> in his air and he looks around nothing is there everybody is asleep so he decides to not tell his wife because he's like well I don't want to scare her so he's messaging his friend and just kind of like letting his friend know and kind of just being like hey like you know this happened to me like you know just kind of trying to get it off his shoulders and whatnot um and then a few days later he and his wife are driving out of town and his wife was like hey I saw your messages to your friend and my brother's kind of playing it off cool, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you know, so he's like, what are you talking about? And my nya is like, about what you heard? And my brother's like, what about it? And then my nya was like, I heard it too. Why do you think I wait until you come home and then I shower now? That's it. <laughs> um, here's another quick story. Same brother, same nya. 
uh, my brother's wife asked him to massage her back. And so he was massaging her back, and then suddenly he heard a loud thump coming from their closet. He pretended not to hear and just proceeded to massage her. her. Then he heard it again. Then he decides to provoke it and say, You think you're tough? Do it again. Right after that, he heard an even louder thump. Since then, he's learned never to provoke it. And in his words exactly is, Mama ain't raised no bitch. That's why I decided to provoke it, but I'm a bitch. So... Um, last one on another occasion, he was using the bathroom when he saw a shadow walk by through the crack of the door. He wanted to assume that it was his kids, but it was too late for them to be up at this time. And if they had woken up, most likely they would have just opened the door to go into the bathroom. He took out his gun, cleared the whole house, but there was nothing in the house. Everybody was asleep. So, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed these stories. I mean, if you guys have other stories that you guys want me to share, please feel free to even send them, even though Halloween is done. Like, I love scary stories. And I think I'm the worst to tell scary stories because I don't take anything seriously. Like, I am a, I, I'm a teacher, and or I was a teacher. And, like, when kids would get hurt, I would laugh because, like, that's just the person in me. Like, that's how I cope with serious situations. Even though in other serious situations, I do not laugh and I do like care I, I care I I'm scared for them but like that's just me personally I'm sorry so if you guys did not like the way I told these stories I'm sorry like yeah ends here so